I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today we're talking about home remedies that really work. And everybody asks us that, Dr. Joe, what can I take for? What can I do for? And so we do a lot of this all day, every day with our patients. So now I'm giving it to you as well. So uh, we started talking about lifestyle changes and simple things like increasing exercise, uh, stop smoking. I don't think I need to tell you to stop smoking. Um, changing your diet, going to a, a more plant-based diet. And study after study after study has shown that these are beneficial things. So let's talk about blood pressure for a second. Blood pressure lowering drugs may be able to get a further 78% drop in blood pressure just by eating a good diet and living a healthy lifestyle. So the choice isn't diet or drugs, it can be both. And here's the thing that we try to do in our offices. We try to get you well so you don't need the medication. Now I'm not, I never tell a patient to come off medication ever. I want you to take your medication as prescribed and then we work on getting the nervous system working. We work on getting the diet straightened out. We get you on some good supplements. We fix your digestive system. And when we do that, then the body many times doesn't need the medication anymore. And every day, well, I can't say every day, but almost every day, patients come in and say, Doc, I went to my primary care physician, my medical doctor. We did blood pressure. My blood pressure's down. He reduced my medication or took me off. Uh, my doctor is lowering my, my uh, diabetes medication. I don't take the headache medication like I used to. So it really does work. And I don't see a problem with having the two worlds come together. Allopathic medicine and holistic med uh, healthcare come together to treat the patient. And that's one of the reasons why people come from all over the world to come see us. Because we try to mix uh, both worlds together. And it works very, very well. If there was a better way to do it, I'd be doing it. Because you gotta remember, I'm a patient too. I get treated by my doctors, they take care of me. So if I wasn't getting the best care available, I wouldn't be going there, but that's why they're my doctors. Let's talk about cardiovascular medications. That should be used as an adjunct to, not just a replacement of, healthy lifestyle. We talked about that, the exercise, quit smoking, and a good diet. Now, it takes time for new science to trickle down and replace mainstream. Uh, uh, medical practice, the practice of cardiology and medicine, uh, in, a gen in general, may, may, may correspond, on average, uh, to what's being published 10 or 20 years before. So the things that are being practiced in medicine right now are usually from 10 or 20 years ago. It's just like technology. We have the new technology out. It's just not on the market yet, but it's been invented. So the cell phone you have now, the new one has already been invented. Healthcare, the new treatments have already been out there, they're being tested, and they will be introduced. I was, it was funny, I was just on a show of, uh, right before this uh, with a friend of mine who's a medical doctor, and he and I are very good friends, and I was sitting there and I kind of thought for a second. 30 years ago, a chiropractor and a medical doctor hugging each other, putting their arms around each other, doing a show together and promoting each other would have never happened. And now he asks me to be a guest on a show. Hospitals. I got two different hospitals uh, in, in the Atlanta area asking me to come and teach or do workshops. 30 years ago, that would have never happened. So I'm really excited to see that the two professions are coming, well, the two styles, I should say, are coming together to better you, the patient. And it's wonderful. Um, in fact, I just got a text from one of my coworkers. He says, listen, I need to make an appointment to come see you. What office do you want me to come to? 
So it's really neat how it's changed so much. And that's why shows like this have become so popular because everybody's saying, okay, there is a place for everything. So I want to talk now about protein because everybody says to me all the time, well, Dr. Joe, where do you get your protein from? And this, this is, we're talking about home remedies, home diet as well. So which type of protein is better for our kidneys? About one in eight of us now have chronic kidney failure, whether you know it or not. And most of those with kidney disease don't know it. About three quarters of the millions affected are unaware that their kidneys are starting to fail. The Western style diet is a major risk factor for impaired kidney function and chronic kidney disease. Also known as what we call the meat sweet diet or the standard American diet. I like that one, the meat sweet diet. And that's eating meats and sweets or what we call the standard American diet. Take the first letters of the standard American diet. What do they spell? Sad. It's a sad diet we eat. Now I've been in practice a long time, well over 30 years. When I first got in practice, I hardly ever saw people with kidney failure. Now, about four or five times a week, patients come in our office or call me or send emails and say, Doc, I'm in kidney failure. So what's causing the impaired kidney flow? Inflammation is a big issue. The subsequent leakage of, of protein into the urine, and this is how you can tell if you have kidney failure, you can do a urine test and see if there's protein in it. And the rapid decrease in kidney function, a lot of that's being caused by things like table sugar, high fructose corn syrup, meats, dairy products. These are all associated with increased blood pressure and uric acid levels that can both damage the kidneys and cause serious issues. Saturated fat, trans fat, cholesterol found in animal food, junk food, all of these negatively impact uh, the ki kidney function. And the consumption of animal fat can actually alter the kidney structure. An animal protein can deliver an acid load to the kidneys, which increases ammonia production, and the damage can be very severe to those sensitive kidney cells. That's why restricting protein intake is recommended to prevent kidney function decline. And if you have kidney failure, doctors will put you on a low-protein diet. Now, in particular, not just protein, uh, but the source of the protein is going to be important. So this is where it comes in home remedies that really work. This is what you can do at home. If there's plant protein versus animal protein, that may be more important than the amount regarding the adverse health consequences. Animal protein intake has a profound effect on normal human kidney function, inducing what's called hyperfiltration, which increases the workload on the kidney, and this may explain why our kidneys fail so often. Unlimited intake of protein-rich foods, which is now generally regarded as normal, we're going to have wings, we're going to have steak, we're going to have as much animal protein as we can. That may be responsible for the dramatic differences in kidney functions. Now, on the other hand, administration of equal quantity of vegetable protein does not have the same effect. Eating meat, for example, increases the workload on your kidneys within hours of consumption. But apparently, taking, uh, taking care of plant protein, the same amount, appears to uh, not have the problem. Short-term studies have indicated that substituting plant, plant protein, even things like soy, for animal protein is associated with less hyperfiltration and protein linkage, therefore slowing down the deterioration of kidney function. So what's going on here? Same amount of protein, plant protein versus animal protein. Why does animal protein cause the overload? Why does that reaction occur uh, with animals and not in plants? It appears to be an inflammatory response triggered by the animal protein. So animal proteins, if you've listened to my shows before, number one consumer of energy we have as humans is romance. The number two consumer of energy is digestion. And the hardest thing to digest is animal proteins. I've told this story before. A friend of mine, very large man. 
and he was diabetic, high, high blood pressure, on all sorts of medications. And years ago, we were him and his, him and his wife and I were really good buddies. And I tried to convince him to go to a plant-based diet, wouldn't listen to me. Comes into my office, three years since I've seen him. He look, he's kind of built like me. You know, I'm, I'm six foot, probably 185 pounds. And um, he looks at me, and I look at him, and I, if he didn't speak, I wouldn't have known it was him. He said, listen, I had my stomach stapled. They put me on a really high-protein diet, and I lost all this weight. I said, God, you look great. He says, now I'm in stage four kidney failure. And I said, that's because they put you on a high-protein diet. Diabetes can weaken the kidneys. Then you put him on a high-protein diet, and now he unfortunately may die from it. So animal protein, not the same as plant protein. It's much easier to digest. Now, melatonin-rich foods, unfortunately, there's no guarantee of the strength or purity uh, of over-the-counter melatonin uh, supplements. They've been found to contain impurities that can raise serious questions uh, for people that are taking melatonin supplements. So we can get melatonin from proteins. That's why I'm tying this all together for you. It, your stomach's job is to take proteins and break them into amino acids. The amino acid tryptophan becomes serotonin in your brain. Serotonin becomes melatonin. So if you're eating the right amount of plant-based proteins, we're good. We're not going to put stress on the kidneys. We're not going to put stress on the livers. If you're eating too much, the stomach can't break down the proteins. And so now we start to have a problem. And the problem is you're not breaking proteins into amino acids. They pass into your small intestine, partially digested, where they rot. So if you eat meat and you get terrible gas or bloating, you feel sick, that's usually due to the food rotting in your colon. So by fixing the digestive system and eating easy to digest proteins, again, this is something you do at home, plant-based proteins, you're gonna take the stress off your kidneys and your liver, and you're gonna get the proteins to break down to amino acids to become neurotransmitters in the brain, and serotonin becomes melatonin, which then helps you sleep. So one of the things people might do is if they have trouble sleeping is get their stomach adjusted. We pull the stomach away from the diaphragm, the stomach starts breaking proteins into amino acids, and then the body is able to sleep better. Every single day in my practice, patients come in and say, Dr. Joe, or to my other doctors, I'm not always at the practices, um, doc, this is amazing. You fixed my stomach, you adjusted my spine, opened up the nerve supply to my digestive system, I am sleeping like a baby. And then we explain why. So home therapy for protein is you don't need more protein, you probably need better protein. And one of the questions I get every day, several times a day, I need to just print it up and hand out a card. Where do you get your protein if you don't eat animal products? Your body only needs about 8% of its total caloric intake is protein. Anything beyond that is putting stress on the kidneys and the liver. So home therapy is stop putting stress on the kidneys and the liver. Makes sense, doesn't it? So when you stop putting the stress on the kidneys and the liver, hopefully it's able to heal. Fix the digestive system. If you eat a, plant, if you eat a heavy meal, cooked, even plant-based cooked, I always take Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes to help break down my proteins more efficiently. So as we go into this world, I started talking about melatonin, and I had to come circle around again. Uh, melatonin supplements, people can take them. The problem is if you take melatonin supplements, you can get essentially addicted to them. Because when you put it from an outside source, the brain stops producing some of its own. So fix the digestive system, eat easy to digest proteins, you should make enough melatonin. Now, melatonin was first discovered in plants in 1995, so it's pretty recent. And it's since been found uh, throughout the plant kingdom. Hard to get people to eat vegetables, though. And that's a big issue. So how about beer? The melatonin present in beer contributes to an increase in levels of melatonin in the human bloodstream. So beer might be an option for melatonin. However, alcohol consumption actually messes with your endogenous melatonin, as we talked about. The, the endogenous means you make it yourself. 
So beer probably isn't your best choice. The most melatonin-rich meat tested was salmon. But because there's only billionths of a gram per serving, you'd have to sit down and eat about 200 pounds to get an effect. So again, you are talking about home remedies. What can you do to help yourself sleep, fix the stomach? But there are some foods, I got a little teaser here, that you might want to consider adding to your diet. Okay, so forget about meat, forget about beer. What about whole grains? The highest recorded um, melatonin was a strain of corn that was so rich in melatonin, you only had to eat 18 ears of corn to start getting a beneficial reaction. So again, 200 pounds of meat, beer not a good idea, 18 ears of corn. What about other vegetables? White button mushrooms, only two pounds of white button mushrooms to get a result from eating enough melatonin. 100 times uh, more melatonin than meat in two pounds of white button mushrooms. But still, you're light. Two pounds is, uh, is eating like 10 cups of mushrooms, and chances are you're not going to do that. Pistachios. So here's a little home remedy tip. I was, I was building up to this. Pistachios are not just the mel most melatonin-rich uh, food. They're simply off the charts when it comes to the highest foods ever recorded cont containing melatonin. So to get a physiological dose of melatonin, taking a whole handful of pistachio nuts is like taking uh, those uh, high-dose melatonin supplements. So you don't have to eat a lot of, 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 of pistachios, but pistachios are pretty high in um, getting your uh, dosage there. So here's a little trick you might want to consider. Try eating pistachios before you go to bed at night. Oh, not even a whole handful, maybe just a few, and let's see what happens. It's pretty cool. So these are some things we're talking today, if you're just tuning in, things that you can do at home, natural remedies that really, really work. So if you're having trouble sleeping, again, you got to consider why you're having trouble sleeping. Do you have pinched nerves causing pain? If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, how many people have trouble sleeping when you're in pain? I do. So this is where chiropractic care becomes something you might want to consider. Because patients come to us from all over the world, and they say the same thing. Why didn't I do this sooner? Most pain is caused by bones pinching nerves. And if we can put the bones back in place, we take the pressure off the nerves, and that helps tremendously when it comes to pain. So if you want to make an appointment to come see us, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love to be your doctors. Stop suffering needlessly. Go to my website, drjoe.com. Make an appointment right now. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. I don't care what the insurance companies say. I don't care what any, anyone says. Well, it wasn't a lot of damage. I wasn't hurt. Come see us. Almost every day in our practices, patients come in and say, Doc, I was in a car accident two months, six months, two years ago. Oh my gosh, it's really hurting now. Orthopedic studies show that you can have an injury and not have any pain for up to six months post-trauma. So if you've been in a car accident, come see us right away. Go to my website right now, drjoe.com, and you can make an appointment. All the supplements you talked about, the super greens, the essential source, the vitamin D, the digestive enzymes, um, all of that's on the website, drjoe.com. So let's start talking some more. Uh, I, want to talk, I only have a few minutes left, about 10 minutes left. I want to cover as many drug-free treatments for diseases that we can. Now, there's a lot to think about here. Natural compounds uh, that can aid prostate health. Hundreds of millions of men are affected uh, by an assortment of prostate problems, most offering appearing around the age of 50. These can be, include benign prostatic hypertrophy, infections, prostatitis, non-infectious uh, prostatitis, uh, in some cases, men can even suffer from autoimmune prostatitis, where the body is attacking itself. Conventional treatments for benign prostatic hypertrophy, which is the swelling of the prostate, uh, can be caused by overstimulation of a powerful form of testosterone, 
called dihydrotestosterone. And we may give you uh, alpha blockers. These are drugs or 5-alpha reductase inhibitors. Many of these drugs have complications, including things like erectile dysfunction, loss of sex drive, dizziness, headaches, uh, blurred vision, flu-like symptoms, destruction of the jaw. That's one of the problems. You can actually eat away at your jaw. Atrial fibrillation, muscle pains, esophageal reflux. In severe cases, an enlarged prostate requires uh, surgical removal, which can then lead to permanent impotence and erectile dysfunction. Now, there's a number of natural compounds that have been shown to help the symptoms of benign prostatic hypertrophy. Uh, and most important factor in all of this is diet. That's because chronic inflammation is the source of prostate issues of all kinds. Foods that cause inflammation, that can cause prostate problems, same thing. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, uh, omega-6 fatty acids. If you're using corn oil, soybean oil, peanut oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, canola oil, all of these are loaded with omega-6 fatty acids, which can increase inflammation. Processed foods, high in glutamate, such as processed meats, um, these foods uh, can also cause inflammation. And therefore, you want to eat anti-inflammatory foods, which can be beneficial for prostate health. So what does that mean? Again, home remedies that work. A diet high in, in uh, vegetables such as broccoli, Brussels sprouts, uh, kale, cabbage, cauliflower, le green leafy vegetables, onions, garlic. These vegetables not only supply powerful anti-inflammatory chemical called flavonoids, they can also reduce iron absorption and neutralize free radicals, which is a big contributing factor to prostate inflammation. Let me talk about iron absorption for a second. Women, when they're on their menstrual cycle, are losing blood every month, and that's why women oftentimes are, have low iron. Very seldom do men have low iron. And the reason is our iron stays in our blood. But if the iron builds up too much, it can actually oxidize in your blood and lead to things like hardening of the arteries and increased risk of heart disease. So a little trick that I do, and I recommend you do too, if you're a man or if you're a woman that's uh, gone through menopause, go donate blood. When you donate blood, your body then gets rid of some of that excess iron and can build up new iron in there. So it's just a little trick, it's free. Uh, don't eat the cookies and the juices that they give you afterwards, that's not good. Okay, what I usually do is I just bring some fruit with me, I'll, I'll mix up some Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, leave it in my car, donate my blood, go drink that down, I'm fine. Do not, under any circumstances, drink alcohol after donating blood. I did this in college, and I will tell you a college confession. I did this in college, and it was amazing, because I'm not a big drinker, and even in college, I wasn't a big drinker. But I just have a, I had like a half a beer, and I just passed out. I had a van back in the days, you know, back in the 70s, you had your van with your mural on the side, and a bed in the back, and the mag wheels. And I remember waking up in my van. I don't remember how I got there, and I don't remember how much time passed. So don't drink alcohol if you're donating blood. Very, very important. Drink a lot of fluids, but not alcohol. So we're talking today about prostate problems. And again, for guys, as we get older, it becomes a real serious issue. Extracts of blueberry, blackberry, and raspberry, which don't have the sugar in them. That's why I went through the extract. Uh, that can be found in whole berries, the sugar, are also excellent ways to help reduce inflammation. Each extract contains a number of powerful cancer-inhibiting compounds as well. Magnesium is one of the most abundant minerals in the human body, but studies have shown that men with prostatitis and, pro and prostate cancer have significantly lower levels of magnesium in their prostate than healthy men. One of the universal benefits of magnesium is that it's anti-inflammatory. It also plays a major role in supporting the metabolism of the prostate. Uh, we talked about uh, turmeric earlier. The component turmeric is called curcumin. It's one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory uh, foods out there in nature, so you might want to consider that as well.
Uh, the compound not only powerful, it's not only powerful, but it reduces inflammation to prostate and it inhibits critical cell signaling pathways that are needed for cancer cells. Cancer cells talk to each other and this can inhibit that, that communication. And it's been shown to be effective for both infectious and non-infectious prostatitis. Chiropractic care is very important for prostatitis as well because the nerves in the low back, if you pinch them, might cause back pain, leg pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain. It's the same nerve and blood supply that controls your colon, your sex organs, and your bladder. So many times when you adjust the low back, it opens up the nerve supply to the colon, sex organs, and bladder. That, along with a good diet, along with an anti-inflammatory uh, supplements we talked about, super greens, essential source, Dr. Joe's nitric oxide opens up the blood vessels, helps flush out inflammation. So folks, I've worked 35 years to put together plans for you. You don't have to go out and look it up on the internet. What about this? What about that? I've got it all together for you already. And if there were better supplements on the market, I would be taking them. If there was better healthcare available, I would be receiving it. So if you're trusting what I'm saying, trust the fact that I'm telling you this is the best that I know of. And if something better comes along, I'm going to let you know about it. Why? Because I want it for myself too. I'm a patient. Got to remember that. I'm a patient just like you are. And I just do the research. And with the research, I'm able to share that with you so you can make better decisions. So eating a good diet, more fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, uh, vitamin D, especially good for the immune system. All these are not hard. It's easy. And here's the thing. It's cheaper than anything you're doing right now. It is so much cheaper, <clears throat> excuse me, to eat a good diet than you eat a bad diet. Well, Dr. Joe, I don't know what to eat. You know, uh, organic foods are so expensive. You can go to a dollar store and get two cans of beans for a dollar. Are they organic? No. Is it a million times better than a steak sandwich? Absolutely yes. You can buy rice. You can buy vegetables. It's not expensive. It's so inexpensive. If you don't know what to make, go to my website, drjoe.com. I got a great book there. It's called uh, Eating Right for the Health of It. First half of the book tells you how to change your diet. The second half of the book is uh, over 200 recipes. So if you don't know what to make, it's there. Go to my website for free. Uh, go to media and go to my YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, I want you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. That's your homework. I give you all this information. It's my gift to you. You got to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube channel, I want you to watch a video called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. I recorded that a few weeks ago, a few months, a few years ago, actually. Um, but watch that video. It talks about what to eat, what not to eat. Then a second video, uh, audio we have, type in a search bar. It'll say, so what can I eat? And listen to that. So it lays down what you shouldn't eat and what you should eat. It's not hard. It's easy. And it's free. And the website, we have over 1,000 podcasts there. So if you like what you're hearing, go to the website. You can watch them. You could listen to them. Uh, we have them on SoundCloud. So you can download them. We want to make it as easy for you to get well as possible. And a good diet is critical not only for breast cancer problems, but for, uh, uh, for prostate problems, but for lowering breast cancer risk. Breastfeeding is not only healthy for the newborn, but it's also very health, helpful for the mother because it reduces the risk of breast cancer in mothers. So like most diseases, chronic inflammation, primary cause of breast cancer, many things cause chronic uh, breast inflammation, including fibrocystic disease, radiation exposure, chronic infections, exposure to certain chemicals like pesticides, uh, industrial chemicals, lead, mercury, aluminum. And in fact, it's been shown that breast glands can concentrate pesticides and herbicides so that the level of these chemicals, uh, the mercury, the lead, the aluminum, in fact, has been shown that it can get concentrated and cause some serious problems. So we know that those breast tissues attract these heavy metals. So please stay away from them. I know there's a big argument about deodorants and antiperspirants. Oh, no, the aluminum's fine, the aluminum's not fine. Why take that risk? I don't believe it's fine. 
The research I've, I've read shows it's not fine. But antiperspirants have aluminum. Deodorants don't. So again, these are things that you can do at home to make little tiny changes to help your body get well. So use deodorant instead of antiperspirant. Try to the natural ones. Now, most of the natural deodorants, to be honest with you, don't work. Go to my website, drjoe.com, and we have a recipe to make your own deodorant. It's real simple. Uh, it's uh, baking soda, shea butter, and coconut oil in equal amounts. I use a double boiler, boil it up. Add some tea tree oil to it if you want to get crazy or some scents, natural uh, odors that you can add to it. Natural odors. Natural uh, essential oils that'll help. And just rub it under your armpit. Works great. That's one I use. And it works wonders. So you can make your own. You're going to save money. You're going to save time. And it's going to be great. Folks, I'm running out of time. Uh, if you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. If you want to listen to this show again, I know I talked fast. It's on the website, drjoe.com. And most importantly, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, sciatic pain, headaches, stop suffering. Come see us. Go to the website, drjoe.com. We'll make you an appointment as soon as possible. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. The supplements we talked about, the super greens, the essential source, the vitamin D, all those are on the website, drjoe.com, with more explanations. If you come by our offices to pick up the supplements, you save shipping. I know some people, I know the show goes all over the world, but if you come by and pick it up, I don't care if I pay the post office. I care that you get the best supplements you can at the best prices. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito at the website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app.